Hey. hey what's going on everybody howdy hola okay diamond's excited because she just uh discovered the benefits of having a pop filter that's pretty cool i'm a professional beatboxer now okay anyways welcome back to another episode of i wish I, my parents would have told me i wish my parents would have oh oh i can't do okay it no don't do that I can't do it. I wish I could be a beatboxer like that. Anyways, I'm the beatboxer. Okay. You just hold the microphone. I don't have you to probably don't it. Even That's tell. why we have a mic stand. No, you just hold the beat, the uh, boombox. How does it work? Do people have boomboxes when they beatbox? How does that work? What would be the purpose of boombox while you're beatboxing? I don't know. The aesthetic. If I have a boombox, I can just play music out of it. Then What's the reason LL Cool J wears a kango? Because that was the style. Because he's bald. Oh my God. I'm sure he had hair at one point. He's been bald. I don't think he's always been bald. Bald. What is that from? SpongeBob. What's his name? King Neptune? Bald. 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 Oh, my eyes. Yeah. Anyways, this episode, we're going to actually talk about... Baldness and hairline recession. No, we're gonna- um, so we're going to start off by giving the definition of salvation. Uh, if you look up in uh, G-O-O-G-L-E, because we don't say the full name in this house. You have uh, an Android phone. So? I'm not about to wake up whatever her name is so she can listen to our conversation. Okay, Google. It didn't work. Good. Hey, Google. Stop it. Hey, Google. See, now she's listening. I don't need no help. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Mind your okay, business. Okay, the definition of salvation is what? The definition of salvation is, and the first one uh, is preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. I actually kind of like that definition. And then they have the theology definition. Which Don't is, say theology. Yes. That's silly. Well, I mean, that's what it is. It's not the right tense of that word, right? The theology. Isn't theological definition? Well, theological, yes. Why say theology definition? It just says theology. Yeah, no, I don't like the way that is. Well, the theological definition is deliverance from sin. Theologenic. Oh, that's tight. I don't know if that's a word. It's it's a word now. Okay. The theologenic (laughs) definition is deliverance from sin and its consequences and i'm not believed by christian to be brought about by faith in christ i mean yes faith but okay cool yeah yeah cool cool but uh yeah that's uh that's what we're gonna be going off of just uh sorry um just a brief kind of synopsis um Well, not synopsis, but just to give a little bit more, what is the word? Background, I guess. I can't think of the actual word at the moment, but um, in the Bible, it speaks a lot about how there needs to be some sort of payment for sin and that the wages of sin is death. So in order to be saved, God had to send his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross so that we could be released from having to pay that on our own his death was the payment 
for all of our sins. So mm-hmm. we no longer have to die or yeah, we no longer have to see death. It's, I said that weird. But yeah, we, you're making this real complicated. <laughs> sorry. But Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is what pays for all of our sins. He is the sacrificial lamb. Yes. Because in those times, you had to kill a lamb, uh, pretty much all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, when I first, uh, I guess, realized what salvation was, I was really young in the church that I grew up at in Berkeley, I think it was. And I learned and basically in like children's church, the people always said, oh, uh, you got to accept, you got to do the ABCs. Uh, A is admit your sinner, B, believe in that Jesus died for your sins, and C, confess that uh, Jesus is Lord. And that's how I kind of figured out about it. But it wasn't until, I guess, later on when I was like grown that I really understood the weight of it and the the importance of so um when I think about whether when I think about the conversations I had with my parents I don't I can't remember off the top of my head any like really in-depth conversation about salvation it was kind of just like you know I guess, I guess kind of because I was just raised in the church and it was like a big part of my life growing up that it was kind of just uh, assumed, I guess. And it was more or less that like, well, we're at church all the time, so you should kind of just know already, which is fair, I guess, when you're at church all the time and you're there every Sunday and you're very active in the church, you're going to know like the basics and stuff. But I kind of wish my parents would have given a, given me kind of like a, a deeper, sat me down and had a deeper conversation about it with me, and maybe just kind of explained how they became, how they got saved and stuff, with me. I think that would have been beneficial. That's something I would like to do with our kids too. So. Hmm. I just think everything I was taught about salvation. Especially probably in the church was like open ended, mm-hmm. and not like uh like a closed thing like it is. Like once you have salvation, you have salvation. Yeah. To me, it I think the disservice that what I was taught in the church is kind of just put you like on a spinning wheel where it's like you think everything that you do, even after you accept Jesus to your life and to your heart. And you believe that Jesus got son, he died for your sins, and that you're going to heaven. It's always like, what do I need to do to make it to heaven? When it's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. that's done. Yeah. Once you have that, that's done. Now move on to the next part. For me, it's always, I always thought it was like, okay, salvation is like a thing that you're always working towards. Mm-hmm. Not that's something that you can actually have. Right? Like, it, it seems, yeah. at least the way I, the way I understood it, maybe I was, because I was so young, I thought it was something that's like, oh, one day, <laughs> one day you'll be saved. Yeah. Not, oh, no, you're saved right now. Yeah. And you were saved when you were born. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he already died for all the sins you've ever committed and will ever commit mm-hmm. and are committing. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to repent from them and turn from them and not continue to do the same thing. But 
this sin that you do right now does not mean that you're going to hell once you have accepted Jesus into your yeah. life. I agree, you know, because I think one of the reasons a lot of people think that is that the, I can't speak for other churches, but mostly in like the black church, there's a lot of, you know, uh, I don't want to say judgment, but I can't think of a better word. It is word. judgment. But yeah, there's a lot of judgment, you know towards different people's issues and different things so it's like you hear people make jokes and be like oh you do this you're going to hell but that's not even really a joke there are people who believe that you know that if you do certain things like if you fornicate you're going to hell or if you lie you're going to hell or but once what they don't realize or what i don't think like you said isn't really spoken about or uh taught as much is that once you are saved you are guaranteed heaven you don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to hell because you yeah yeah and it shouldn't be your fault like once you have accepted god into your heart into your life and you're saved or you like you know what they say is saved then your goal in life should not be not going to hell yeah because if you have faith and you believe in what you like you know confess and what you you know what you believe then you should believe and have faith that you're going to heaven so you like i just feel like people get stuck like trying their best not to go to hell when it's like but there's so much more that god wants for you that's not stuck yeah and not going to hell like i I think that's a that's a real thing that i think that's what gets people into legalism i think that's what gets people into like you know, when they make mistakes, they get into like spirals of like depression and all that kind of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, I did that one thing. Now I'm going to hell for sure. Yeah. When it's like, but if you were taught what you were supposed to, or you know, if you were taught the right way, then you would know that one mistake that you just made right now, repent. Yeah. You know, tell God what you did. Like, ask for forgiveness and move forward. Like, mm-hmm. but don't get stuck up, hung up on this one thing because you think this one thing is going to take you out of the hand of God. When they say nothing. Yeah can take you out of the hand of God, right? So yeah. that means nothing, n- like none of the things ever yeah. can make you not, right? That's, mm. I feel like that doesn't get spoken about enough. It's more like sin equals hell and you can try your best, but more than likely you're probably still going to go to hell, but uh, be a good yeah. person while you can. Like that's, that's not right. I think one of the issues also is that we focus so much and so heavily on judgment you know because the bible speaks heavily about when we all will be face to face with god and jesus will be on our side and we'll have to answer for the things we've done on earth but what people don't realize is that once you become saved you are no longer judged on your actions but you're judged on the works that you did while you were on earth so when you get that yeah we're when you're once you become saved you're no longer judged by like the things that you did but like the works that you had done while you were on earth so like the good deeds that you did is what you're judged on so you can basically you can make it to heaven even though you didn't because you're guaranteed heaven you can still get to heaven but if you didn't do anything with that salvation then you'll just be in heaven but if you like really like the bible speaks about how the more works you do the more treasures you build oh, okay up i thought you were saying yeah, I got confused what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I thought you were saying, like, oh, no, all the bad stuff you did, psh, let that go. 
no. go ahead and be uh go ahead and build some things build some schools in africa and go ahead and do some nice things and you're good <laughs> but it's like no don't be a terrible person yeah because you can be judged on all the things that you do yeah okay that makes sense yeah but uh, i just think people need to focus more on or i think once you once you understand the idea of salvation and you understand that once you're saved you're saved mm-hmm. i mean then you realize like it, it gives you an opportunity to, to see wh- who god actually is and like how god actually is yeah like you think of forgiveness in like human terms and it's like oh i forgive you until you mess up again mm-hmm. but god is like no i forgive you for all the things you've ever done and will ever do it's yeah. like, what it, it's it's unfathomable hashtag grace but it's not even that it's it's in order to get to grace you have to be like so you all like because he created everything and he created like the beginning of everything yeah. and all the things and all the things that are in there and all the stuff that's that <laughs> like all that you are before you were even born yeah. before you were formed he already knew you that means he already knew before you were actually born all the sins you commit and then he still let you be born. He's yeah. like, oh, dang, he going to hurt me in this way and he's going to turn his back on me right here and then he going to cry out for help right there and I'm going to go ahead and help him and then he going to curse me right there. Like, all yeah. that stuff and you're still like, and I still want to give you yeah. life. Like, that's that's some crazy stuff. Yeah. I think I think that's why maybe for the people who do understand salvation but still it's kind of like unbelievable because it is unbelievable mm-hmm. but you have to believe in it. It's kind of just like because we're always stuck on like human terms. Yeah. So we can't believe like so you mean you going to take me up there to be with you no matter what? Like Yeah. Even though I just did that and tomorrow I'm going to do that and then in 10 years after all the stuff you show me after all the stuff you brought me through I'm still going like not remember and I'm going to forget what you did yesterday today and then tomorrow i'm gonna forget what you did on monday like it's kind of yeah it kind of i can understand why it would seem crazy i just think that i wish my parents would have told me or actually sat me down and helped me to understand because even when i got baptized like you know they make sure like oh you accept jesus as your lord and all that kind of stuff uh me and my brother got baptized like at the same at the same time like i understood Mm -hmm. but at the same time i i was like okay i'm saved and then i was like as soon as I sin, I'm no longer saved, so I have to get saved again. That's mm-hmm. what I always thought. So, like, oh, dang it, I sin here, so I got to get saved again. So, I always felt like you're always in a state of being resaved. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. Yeah. You don't, you're not saved, then get unsaved, then get saved again, then unsaved, then get, like, that's not yeah. how it works. Sin does give you a separation from God, but it doesn't take you out of the hand of Him, yeah. of God. Because once you repent, yeah. and you ask for forgiveness, mm-hmm. the closeness is... Regained, like yeah. So you're so that it just seems, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I just think that, like, like you said, I, I think my parents, I wish my parents would have sat me down and really explained the weight of it and the meat and potatoes that comes with. Yeah, it. I just think, I think they make it seem so heavy when it's not that heavy. It's so light. Elaborate on that because we feel like. 
Once you're saved, oh my gosh, it's this huge, heavy burden to carry that I'm saved and I can never do anything wrong again. And if I do, I got to get reset like that. Yeah. But it's really just like, no, once you're saved, all that heavy stuff is now on him. And you're yeah. just like, you know, just floating with him. You know how, what well, I'm trying to think, you know how like when on those cartoons, when like it's a scent that comes out of, like say somebody's cooking something, they like to say way something smells and then mm-hmm. they start floating on the scent. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like the Holy Spirit is like, and you just like, he just go on a place. He's like, hmm. You know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You get the picture. You hear? Yeah. Think of the picture. You I get got it? it. Yeah. But we think of it's more like, I'm saved. So now we got to carry all these suitcases of all the things we did in the past. We just gonna go ahead and walk through life with it. When it's like, yeah. no, it's the complete opposite. It's not that heavy. It's real light. Yeah. <laughs> and you shouldn't feel heavy after being saved. I think. I think. That's why when kids get baptized, I feel like, or they accept Jesus into their life, I think a lot of times maybe they need to, I don't know if there's a better way to phrase it or a better like illustration to give children because I feel like the way it seems, it seems like you can never do anything bad again. Mm-hmm. But that's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible to not do bad. We are inherently bad. That's just our nature. Yeah, we're born into sin. Like, it's it's a part of us. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's... I don't think... I think they make it... The way it is preached and the way... I would say some of the older church members, but it, pretty much anybody. Like, I would just... I would definitely say Kojic. But the way... Yeah. The way it's... The way it's represented is like... In order to have salvation... You can never sin ever, mm-hmm. and once you sin, you no longer are saved, and you have to be resaved. Yeah, I think if I feel like if they preach more on like you re- remembering and realizing that you are saved and what that means that you have the Holy Spirit that you have like Jesus on your side at all times, you can overcome your temptations, you can overcome your sin, you don't have to sin, yeah. and He gives you way out of it. But also, if you do, and you will, mm-hmm. you have a way to get back into, like, connection with God. Yeah. At all times. It's just... Because amazing. you accepted him into your heart, which means he's always in you and yeah. with you. So at all times, even when you do the bad thing, he right there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I feel like that when it's like, oh, if you sin now you're evil and you're bad again and you got to get back to it's kind of like oh now i have to go back to god and you know like it kind of to me seems like oh now i have to walk that path back to the throne yeah and hopefully he sees me if he don't see me then you know if he won't you know because you know how like you think of like a king you say oh i want to see the king and the king's like oh they say who they want to see and who they don't Mm -hmm. want to like nah he can't come up here that's what it kind of seems like but it's like god is not the same way yeah once you accept him into your life, you don't have to ask to see him. He's always, always available. Yeah. And you always have an appointment and you can always see him. So I just feel like it creates a lot of shame when it's like your yeah, salvation definitely. is dependent upon whether or not you ever sin again in your life or definitely. whether or not you're the greatest person and Mother Teresa and just so perfect. But if definitely. you're not, then your salvation is kind of like. Like a seesaw. When yeah. you're good, you got it. When you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not cool. And I think, yeah, I think that's probably mainly because of the way 
the churches have been not set up, but like the way they interact with each other, the people within the church interact with each other. Because whenever somebody makes a mistake or something, it's like widely publicized. Between it is each supposed other. to be widely publicized. We're supposed to hold each other but accountable. A, yeah, accountability and judgment are not the same. No. And like, I think because there are certain scriptures that say judge and you will not be judged or whatever, people have. It says judge not. Yeah. But people have forgotten that not, I think, because I've never. It wasn't until I actually read it that I saw that it says judge not. No, if you, if you, like, you're not supposed to judge because you're going to be judged. Yeah. But if you don't judge, God, like, God, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's because it says Matthew 7, 1 through 5, judge not that you be not judged. Yeah. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. Exactly. And with the measure you, you use, it will be measured to you. So I think what. But read the rest of it. It will be measured to you. Why do you seek the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own exactly. eye? Exactly. That's the main point. Yeah. Or, like you can yeah. how are you judging that and I always see it as like a picture like how are you saying that's like somebody comes up and say oh I, I sinned in this way and I need help in this way and you're like ah ah you were drunk and they be like but by the time you tell them they're drunk you got a whole blunt in your hand over here talking about mm-hmm. you were drunk but it's like how you gonna, how you going you had to take a puff before you could even say that to me yeah. right so how what do you mean yeah I don't always see people with blunts but a lot of times I do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like how you go how you that you know what I'm saying like that doesn't yeah. make any sense and that's how it is for anybody anytime you're like aha a whole snap you over there smoking yeah but you who was that and you yeah. who what like it's it, no and the purpose I think I think we've I think a lot of people have gotten that confused because it does say to like tell your brother like hold him accountable and like tell him like he's made a mistake or whatever but I think we've gotten judgment and accountability confused or conflated the two. So whenever people have seen like somebody that they know maybe had a, a baby before marriage, they're like, oh, you know this, you wrong and this and that or whatever. But it's not like coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of judgment. Because I think it makes people feel better. Yeah. When, and when we should really be like, oh, dang, we all flawed. We really be like, Aha, I'm not flawed in that way. Yeah. But you are. Ah. That's yeah. what it's more like. When it's like, no, no, no. The same way you notice that person is, you know, maybe, you know, have a few sips too many. Yeah. Why don't you think about what do I have a few too many of? Men? Women? (laughs) (laughs) All the other things? Maybe I'm a liar? Huh? What do you think? That's what it's supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be like, like, that's what, yeah. I just think it creates a lot of shame when it's like, that's the whole point of salvation. Jesus died for all of your shame. So how are we shaming people who may have fallen or whatever whatever the case may be when he died for all that shame yeah. how what do you what you shouldn't for be, everything like he died for all the things you shouldn't feel guilty or like ashamed of the things you've done not that you shouldn't like feel bad for what you've done but like you shouldn't let it weigh you down and make you feel like oh there's no hope to like or that you can't tell somebody better. or that or that you should be embarrassed and hide it because god mm-hmm. one god already sees it two god already died for it yeah and that's I, what that's what I feel like the more you read the Bible, the more you get into it, even if you whatever it is that you're reading, like you can really see like, oh, so that shame I felt the last time I did this because I thought, oh, dang, if God was to see me doing this, 
what would he think of me? When it's like, no, he already saw you and he already yeah. died for what you feel. So just go ahead and repent. Like, say you're sorry for it. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness and don't do it again. Or yeah. try your best not to do it again. I think another thing is salvation kind of, if you think of it, once you understand it, you realize like all the things that, that you, uh, what am I trying to say? Let me think. You think of like all the the negative things that salvation are supposed to keep you from. Mm-hmm. You kind of get the idea in your head that like, oh, now that I've accepted God into my life, I need to make sure that I don't do this. When it's yeah. like, no, you need to rely on God to make sure, like yeah. trust in him so that you do not, because you don't have to do anything on your own. Yeah. Once he's with you, he's with you. So yeah. now when it's like, oh, I need to make sure I can't, I don't do this. It's like, no. God, can you make sure, can you help me mm-hmm. to not do that? Like, that's what it is. Like, at all times. Die to that stuff every day. Before, it was just you trying to keep yourself from stuff, which you cannot do regardless. Yeah. Because you you just can't. You will always, like, fall victim. And even when you have him with you, you still going to fall. Yeah. But at least now you know, like, okay, when I fall, dang it. Okay, God, go, go ahead and pick me up. My bad. Let me go ahead. We got it. Yeah. Team, team, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> team Jesus, let's go. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you're never alone in all, any of the things you do. Yeah. I think one thing that is very important to talk about in the conversation about salvation is uh, there is only one way to God, which is Jesus. But there that's are. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. There's only one way to God. But there are millions of ways to Jesus. So what? this this is what I'm saying. Like people, there's on, the only way to receive salvation is through Jesus Christ. Okay. So like Jesus even says, he's like, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one goes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. So you cannot receive salvation without acknowledging Jesus Christ and his uh Well, that's because he's sacrifice. the actual lamb. Yeah. Unless you're going to die for yourself, which you can't. Oh, that's another thing that... Sorry. Go ahead, finish. I thought I made me think of something. Okay. Something that put it in perspective. And I was like, whoa! But I forgot what, I forgot what Bible that but, was from. Uh, what book that was from. When I was going through my discipleship class, we were having a conversation. It was like, do you think you can get to heaven without Jesus? And, like, majority of us were like, yeah. And I don't think anybody disagreed, but, like, the pastor was telling us, like, there are some people who believe that you don't really need Jesus to get to heaven. You just have to... You know, like there is a lot of people who don't believe Jesus existed or don't believe he was a real person. Well, it's historically proven. Yeah. But they think, oh, well, he's just like a figurative or whatever. I believe in God. I just don't believe in Jesus. You but it's can't. like, you can't. They're the, they're the same person. They're three. Yeah, this goes, in, this goes yeah, good with what you're saying. But it's like, it's three parts of the same person. Mm-hmm. So you can't believe in one without the other. They all make up the same essence of God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we talk about. Essentially, what Pastor was telling us was like, if you can't acknowledge Jesus, then you're willfully like saying, "No, I don't want salvation," because mm-hmm. that's the only way. He said it like that. I'm the way, the truth, and like no one goes. But there's a reason for it. Exactly. I feel like if you put, are you done? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like if you put. I think it's in Exodus. Let's see the Genesis Exodus. But yeah, if you put it in perspective, the reason you need Jesus and you cannot go any other way is because for sin the wages of sin is death and you needed Jesus because Jesus is the only pure man or pure sacrifice that there ever was and ever will be you better preach no I'm serious no I'm saying think of it this way because this once I read it I was like oh snap 
cops because really like you in order you like even when when they in exodus was in exodus when they're coming out of egypt yes mm-hmm. and he put the and he was telling them that he put the blood over put the blood over, over the, the post. yeah so that the spirit would pass by mm-hmm. and then uh when they used to when they did the sacrifice they would say it had to be like blemish free everything blemish free right yeah so if you think of it in that kind of like example like in order say you want to bypass jesus so first, in order to like, it's not pacify. What is the word? In order to basically like pay for the sin, something has to be sacrificed, right? Because mm-hmm. for sin equals death. So yeah. So in order for something to be uh, sacrificed, it has to be blemish free. So if you think of us all as lamb, all as sheep, we have to be blemish free. You will not find not one blemish-free person. Not one sheep. None of us yeah. are blemish-free because we all sin. We're born into sin. So we're all, we all have spots or some type of speckle or a, a gray feather or mm-hmm. something. So if you think of it that way, like who who would you go through in order to get to God? Because God can't see mm-hmm. blemish things, right? Yeah. Because he's too pure. He's too holy. He can't see like he just he can't look on it. It's yeah. We're we're full of sin. Like mm-hmm. and he's holy, so he can only see holy things. So if you're thinking of it in that example, who could who else could you go through? Who else? Sure. Any other person. I'm saying like if you any person that is not that has no sin. There is or is blemish free. So obviously and it has to be well, usually it was the firstborn, so it had to be a firstborn. So a firstborn person with no sin, a firstborn sheep with with no blemish. We don't have it. Not one of these other people mm-hmm. is blemish free. Not, none of these prophets, none of these anybody blemish free. Mm-hmm. Nobody, because if you believe, if you believe in God, then you believe you must believe some part of the Bible. So you believe that we were born in sin. Yeah. So in order for your sin to be like paid for somebody has to die but you can't even die for your own sin because yeah. you sinned <laughs> yeah. and you can't sacrifice anything else for your sin because mm-hmm. everything else is blemished yeah so how else what other way is there to go but do, through jesus who is also pure because he's also god and he's from god and he's the firstborn mm-hmm. isn't that crazy that blew my mind. I was like, whoa. So there really is no other way. No. There's no other way. And you can't be like, oh, I'll just go on my good works. Uh, <laughs> you mean your good works today? What about yesterday and all the stuff you did back then and all that? I mean, yes, once you accepted God into your heart and you have your salvation, you believe in that. You believe that Jesus is God's son. Okay, then all that stuff gets thrown into the lake of fire and, you know, mm-hmm. it's not remembered. All your sin, all that stuff is gone. All of it. But if you don't accept God, Jesus into your heart and you don't accept that Jesus is God's son, you will never be free from all those sin. Yeah. So, what, like, it just, if you try, I just, I can understand how people try to think of another way, like, oh, it can't only be that way. That way, it's just too easy. All you have to do is accept Jesus? No way. Mm. But it's like, no, it really is that easy. And that's it. That's all of it. Because he's done all the work already. All of it. He already died. Your death. Yeah. So I can understand people like, oh, I, I, I don't believe in Jesus because you know there's just no way that a man could. Okay, but that's because he was also God. Yeah. So no, there's no way that a man could because we see like 
us. You'd be like, no way I could be able to. No, you couldn't. But God in the flesh could. Because he's God. Mm. Like, do you, I just don't. Every time I think about this, like, you go, Jesus. <laughs> like, that meme. There's no way. What? <laughs> that meme of the girl, like, crying. She's like, she's like swinging her arm. Oh, and she got goodness. that. I have to look it up and show you. But I just think about it, like, the more and more you start to understand, you're like, wow. There really is no other way. No. There's no other way. It doesn't. I mean, you can try. I've tried to think about it. Like, okay, maybe. So maybe if there's another prophet who also real good, but if he came from sin parents, then he got a little bit of sin on him too. Mm-hmm. And we came from sin parents, Adam and Eve. So we all got sin on. So like, there yeah. is no other way. It's just yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thank God for that because. Well, you, you, who else would you think? I just mean like there's, there's no I just, that's way what, That's kind of why I don't understand how people don't. I mean, I guess I guess if the if if people actually understood how simple it is, it seems it's simple because it's if we try to understand all the complexities of it, we will really go crazy because we can't. There's no way we don't mm-hmm. even have we don't even have the language to understand it. We got what we've been given and that's it. Mm-hmm. We gonna have to make, and we some of us don't even understand that. So we gotta make do with what we got. <laughs> I mean, it seems ridiculous, and like it wouldn't make sense to our intellects. But because we're, we're not God, exactly. Look, so you were saying your firstborn, and it's not even only the firstborn; it's his only son mm-hmm. to shed blood for us because we needed blood to save us from our sin. Yeah, and we needed pure blood, and ain't no pure blood. So he had to be like. Dang, I got this one son. No. But he didn't even do it like, dang. He was like, Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> you up for the task? And Jesus was like, if I got to. I guess. <laughs> you sure can't nobody else do this? I I mean, well, he knew that can't nobody else do it. I mean, he, he was did. up there. He prayed and he was like, if this cup could pass for me, Lord, let it. I mean, I'm that's not. because it's painful. He was in his yeah. human. It's painful. Yeah. I'm assuming God doesn't feel pain. But he had to in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because he was human. Yeah. So all the pain, all the shame, because that's a shameful death. Mm-hmm. Dying on in on the cross. Yeah. Being crucified, like it's like public torture and. It's just because it makes us see like he was, he had done nothing wrong, like not none of the things, not even the littlest thing, mm-hmm. that you would get, whatever for it. like nothing, and he had to die the worst death. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, because we think about now, this is a whole nother tangent. This is not salvation anymore. But yeah, we think of now like people who go to prison for not sins for crimes they didn't commit. Mm-hmm. But some part of their life they did something bad because we're all human. So you, some yeah. I'm not saying that justifies them. This I'm trying to make it you know a little parallel right yeah. here. But something they did in their past in their life or something they was going to do was bad not saying that it deserved to be in jail for i'm just saying but jesus did none of those things ever at all even when he was a baby yeah and he died the death as if he was like the worst criminal ever but he was the best person like that it just it blows your mind yeah i just feel like once we get past the whole salvation and you can spend so much more time thinking about like but how awesome is this god Mm. how great like how how are you just so great you are just so great. 
Yeah. We didn't have words to describe. You you just the uh the number one. You you the real MVP. Like that's, <laughs> that's what we got. Way to go. <laughs> You're a star student. He's the <laughs> He's the Yeah, he's the GOAT. I was the greatest say, of all time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate people say that. Don't call me no goat. I ain't no damn goat. It just happened to line up with that phrase. What? Greatest of all time and goat. I know, I get it. It's just, why goat? I guess it just happened to fit It makes me think of a goat. Anytime I'm like, oh, you the goat, I think of a goat. That's what they people use, the uh, goat emoji. Yeah, say. silly. I don't like it. I'm not calling my Jesus a goat. He was a lamb. <laughs> well, goats are similar the, to lamb, aren't the, they? Isn't a goat uh, like a male lamb? What would lamb be? You're the least among most bestest <laughs> don't make no dang sense I know but yeah any final thoughts what what are we going to tell our children um, about salvation I would say I think it's very important to and what age do you think it's appropriate as soon as possible I say from babies because I mean mm-hmm. train up a child and know he should go yeah, but I mean, when do you think that? I mean, of course, say, say it and speak it over them and speak that into them. Pray about it so that they are able to see. I think, but I mean, I think, I think it's not really important. Um, you kids, I think about it like this: like you know, kids repeat everything they hear, mm-hmm. even though they don't really understand it. But eventually, at some point, they will understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So I think if you like start telling them things and they get they're repeating like. Jesus is Lord. Jesus died for our sins or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. not, it doesn't have to be those specific things, but like something to the effect of like explaining what salvation is. And maybe they can repeat that. And then they'll just be saying that. And they may not understand it now, but they'll be saying it for as long yeah. as they can remember. That's why I get, I get what the ABCs is doing. I just think some people just say it and then mm-hmm. they read that scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I believe yeah and then it's like but do you actually know what that means like do you get how easy that is like once you've said that it's done mm-hmm. nothing can take you that's what i think we need to focus on because some people think like oh i said that when i was 11 and then when i turned 12 i actually got in trouble and got a c mm. so then i think jesus might be you know what i mean but it's yeah. like no once you said that it's done like that's yeah. it you're done like you're that's saved. you're good Free you're good. saved now work on the other things and realize once you are saved it's not about you not sinning because you have the power to not sin now. Jesus mm-hmm. is with you and he can help you overcome sin. Not saying that you won't sin because yeah. you're going to sin. But you know what I mean? Like you don't have to. Yeah. Like you have a way out of temptation. You have a way out of that. Work on the next part. Like don't get so hot, caught up on. But does Jesus, is Jesus really with me? Mm-hmm. No, you should know from once you like accept Jesus. As your Lord and Savior, once you believe, you know what I mean? Like, once you confess, yeah. then it's like, what's next? Oh, no, no, no. I know I messed up there, but Jesus is still with me because I got him. Remember back then when I said that? I got him still. Yeah. So, not like, you, you lost him. Remember that sin you did? <laughs> you got to go back and get Jesus. It's not like, you're not leaving Jesus back there. Like, yeah. he's with you. You bringing him with you. He coming yeah. with you. Yeah. But, yeah. I just think, yeah. I feel like so much of my, so much of like, probably like teen years, early 20s, was like, Jesus, 
You bet. You back there? <laughs> and it's like, no, he's not back there. He's right here. He's with you. Yeah. You don't have to go back and get him because you know what I mean. Like he's mm-hmm. in you, so he's with you. So once you said that, it's done. It's not like, dang it, now I'm going back to hell. Mm-hmm. How do I get out of hell now? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that could stop somebody's late night, like thinking like, if I die tonight, I'm not sure where I'm gonna go. No, you should know for sure. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Yeah, I think I definitely sympathize with that because and that's not even the main thing that's not even the focus of your life the focus of your life is not not going to hell yeah right yeah i can definitely sympathize with that though because that was something that i was always thinking about always worried about for like majority of my life being like almost like being like afraid to die because i didn't know where i was gonna go when i died or Mm -hmm. whatever so then now just getting to a point where like i'm secure and I know where I'm going, and I know, like, I've been saved and redeemed by God, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. I can focus on improving and progressing. And getting some other people. Yeah. Let's go get some other people who don't know or who may be unsure. See, this is why I wish I would have known. I would have been so set on this, because I knew it, but I wasn't, like, yeah. Because everybody, all the people that worked at my job... All of them. I was like, they all, like, a lot of them had been to church, but wasn't going to church. And then it was like, mm, and I was like, but do you, in my head, I'd be like, do you not know how big God is? Like, that's not, you doing this right now, or all the stuff they used to tell me, like, that doesn't keep you from God. Oh, no. Nah. When I get my life together, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give my life to God. What do you, do it right now. Mm-hmm. What do you, why? What are you waiting for? Don't you want to be sure? Mm-hmm. I think people, which is, see, that's not what I'm trying to say, though. I was gonna say, I think people think like, oh, once you accept God into your life, oh, then you can't do none of the fun stuff, and now you gotta be just holier than thou, and you can't. I mean, people think that, but that's because people want to have God and also dibble dabble. Yeah. When it's like, but you need to be sure. You need to be like. But you shouldn't. That shouldn't be a stopping point for you. Like you shouldn't yeah. be like, oh, dang it, I don't want to accept God right now because if I do, I can't go to this party next week. No. Mm-hmm. You can go to the party. What you should think stuff. of is if you have God right now. That God will be with you at that party. Yeah. And God may convince you. It's not a, It's not a for sure, but God may be like, maybe you shouldn't go to that party. Mm-hmm. But you get what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't, I, I just think I that's what it say, is. I want to because I can't go to the club if I'm saying. And it's like, no. You don't think people at the club need Jesus? That's what I think it is. I think a lot, of, some of it is that too. Not the yeah. majority. The majority of his people would be like, I don't understand. I had Jesus on Sunday, and then I went to the club on Saturday, and then I wasn't yeah. sure anymore. Because I've heard people say legitimately that they like they didn't want to get saved because they wanted to like do more stuff before they got saved. Exactly. It's like, but how do you know you're going to make it through the stuff you're doing? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather at least have some, I just, I don't know. Have some sort of That's security. another episode. That's yeah, more yeah. like. Can Jesus go to the club with you? We should do that. We should do the next episode on Wish that. Wish my parents would have told me. That Jesus goes Jesus to the club, to the club. too. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus liked to party. party. <laughs> he liked to party. Okay. What? Mm-mm, don't bring Beyonce in this. Beyonce loves Jesus. I would hope so. Jesus ain't got no swagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, any, anything else? No, I think that's it. Uh... Do you have any last words or last uh, final nope. thoughts? No. Nope. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us today. Um, 
we will see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening thank you over there in the uk we see a lot of y'all be listening all the time we appreciate that yeah yeah uh we never been to the uk but hopefully one day we we get we get to go there that'd be cool maybe we can sweden i keep saying sweden because sweden be out here yeah representing representing if i knew how to speak in swedish i would i'm not sure what they speak swedish that's a language that's the language yes they speak swedish yes that's a language yes i thought it was like dutch that would be for they i thought they speak dutch in sweden pretty sure they speak swedish i'm sorry if we offended y'all because i don't don't think i'm pretty sure it's a dutch pretty sure that's a different country no Anyways, <laughs> you don't Google it. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying these. If you have any suggestions on what we should talk about, what you wish your parents would have told you, make sure you leave a comment, like. Uh, what did I say? Comment. What did I mean? Like, oh. comment, subscribe. That's YouTube. Review. It's called a review. Swedish is the official language of Sweden. And is held in high regard in the country. They don't speak. Look up Dutch. I think they speak Dutch. Where do they? Is speak that what they Dutch? speak in Danish? Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. So like, where is that? Uh, oh, sorry now. Yeah, it's like a uh, Aruba. Aruba is not in the Netherlands. Aruba and the Dutch Antilles, Caribbean, huh? That's good to know. Okay, well, you guys speak Swedish then. Yeah. I don't know why I've always heard Dutch so often then. I don't know what that's about. Anyways, if you guys listen in the Netherlands too, what's up? Shout out to Amsterdam. <laughs> Is that in the Netherlands? It's around that area. You don't know what that's at. Anyways, like we said, we ain't never been to Europe, but uh, so yeah, the UK. Uh, if you that. guys uh, have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to want us to talk about, uh, hit us up in our email. At uh, MP told me 2019 at G- I almost said Gmail at Outlook dot com. Yeah. Because we don't do that. Make sure you guys Google check us stuff. out on Instagram too. Shout out to the IG. We be posting things when we're when we're posting new episodes and you know little things like that, little yeah. snippets. Yeah, I'd be, maybe we'll uh, we're thinking about doing some videos for you guys, so maybe possibly be on the lookout for that, so you can maybe see us while we talk about what we wish our parents would have said to us exactly and this is closing out the year um probably our our last episode of the year is going to be more of like a fun one yeah probably like bloopers and just some little quick uh what we wish our parents would have told us to close out 2019 before we start 2020 yeah so you guys uh thank you again for listening and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode see you later bye bye